Francisco has this goddamn flu and it is killing me. My nose is running. I'm actually going to put some toilet paper in my nose because it just can't stop running. It's nothing like being that close to you, Pam. This is the best. Hey, welcome to the fucking happy hour, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up to your fucking host, please. This is brave and the goddamn worst of the worst for you fuckers. For no particular reason, because she does not get paid for this horseshit. If she does, it's fucking barely. Because she loves comedy too much. That's all it is. She has a love affair with comedy. <laughs> I know, I got plenty of time and I got plenty of bits, lady. I was trying to get up tonight and maybe if there's time. Yeah, see? It's nice. I don't give two shits. I, look what I've looked. I looked for my notes and I found my goddamn uh, monthly fucking stipend receipt. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, what's up? $137? I'm doing all right. It's <laughs> about it. It's pretty cool. Anyway. Oh, oh, you know what? I, I, was, I made some fucking music this weekend and it was really cool and I might actually play it on my show or I might fucking do it with you like uh who doesn't like a fucking sing-along right everybody loves a sing-along right Pam? Yeah. all right uh like how about like do wop do 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 wop do 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 chinks do 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 juice do 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 wop do 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 mix do 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 niggas do 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 wop ba boop ba boop spop do 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 spicks da 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 boo niggas da 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 do chinks ba 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 boo wop ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to your happy hour and your host give it up for Pam Benjamin. It's a microphone. I don't know. It's one of them. Sure, it's this one. Yeah, cool. They're all up. Well, then maybe it's on. I don't know. I can't like it. Uh, it's hard to hear. Maybe that day will help out. Wow, your song was exceedingly racist. Thank God you're black. Because white people can't do songs like that. You know how that works? They call me the accidental racist. Uh, yeah, it's not necessarily an accident. No, it is. I don't mean to be a racist. I just was raised that way because my dad's a racist. Uh, this one, he's in his 70s. It's okay. When you're a 70 year old white guy, you're kind of allowed to be racist. I don't know. It's just like our, maybe our government just allows it now. It used to be under wraps, but not anymore. Uh, all right. Enough of that political bullshit. Uh, welcome. <laughs> the happy hour we'll just get right started don't use this mic unless you want to get sick i'm hearing feedback so one of them's a little hot i'm not even on a mic is it even is it shall i use it you know what it could be a wonky it could be one of the wonky guys let's try this one yeah so this one doesn't work because it's i don't know why whatever this what this is my mic i'm gonna put it over here behind you so you won't even know that it's missing. Uh, your first comedian of the night, he is an amazing human being and I can't believe he drives all the way down here from like, I don't know, Humboldt or wherever the fuck you're from? No, Santa Rosa? I don't know. He works for Savage Henry and he's all the way here which is really great. Uh, you guys are gonna love him. He's a hilarious guy. Put your hands together for Josh Argyle. Do wop, do 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 wop, do do.
holidays. I um, went back home for the holidays. And back home is where my favorite holiday moment ever happened. My favorite, one of my favorite moments of all time. My favorite holiday moment is when I was 15, I worked at a Christmas tree farm in Eureka, California. If you don't know where that is, just imagine Portland, Oregon with less passive-aggressive racism and more stabbings. That's about what it is. And I worked there, and I worked at a Christmas tree farm that was owned by a couple that should have divorced years ago. They fucking hated each other. And not like a cool, like, mom and pop hate. Not like a, he's always leaving the seat up. She's always nagging me. We make it work. No, not that. Like in Israel, Palestine, somebody's getting hit in the head with a fucking rock or rocket hatred. And every year, they would go into the trailer marked Santa's workshop and nicely stenciled candy cane letters. And every year, they would count the money that we made for the whole Christmas season. And then they would proceed to have the most bitter, angry, fucking beautiful, should-be-divorced argument I've ever heard in my entire life over the most beautiful Christmas music. You just hear this, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. That is why I fucked Steve, Dennis. That is why I fucked Steve. Jingle bell, sway and jingle bell. I fucked Steve too. Jingle bell, hey. There's no end to that joke. It just ends with a very sad woman and a man coming to grips with his homosexuality. There's no. I realize this Christmas that human beings are terrible. We are like. The, the best human being is still way worse than the worst turtle. You guys hung out with turtles? They're the shit. They're great. They're like tiny old men, except when you talk to them, like when you try to talk baseball with a turtle, they don't have like this weird racist moment like an old man will have. Turtles are the shit. Like I realized human beings were terrible. Right before Christmas, me and my girlfriend ordered Indian food and I went to go pick it up. And it's a curry and naan spot, and it's one of those spots where it's just curry and naan. If you want something else, you get the fuck out of there. And I ordered the curry and naan, and I was picking it up, and there was a guy, and it was a couple. There was a man and a woman looking at the menus. Clearly had been married for too long. The woman just looked like she'd been beaten to death with sticks of butter by her ex-husband, and just, just this. She was once beautiful, but now just bleh. Like a melted G.I. Joe guy, that. And they were looking over the menu, and they call over the waiter, and they go, hey, I didn't see it on the menu, but uh, you guys have ciabatta bread here? That doesn't fucking infuriate anybody. I lost my shit. I almost spilled all the fucking curry. Ciabatta, like, I had to Google is ciabatta bread from India to make sure I wasn't losing my shit unjustly. No, ciabatta bread is an Italian bread. Like, that is fucking insane. Like, to go off menu, to go rogue like that is ridiculous. If you have the balls to go off menu, you order something that that's from that ethnicity. Like, I've never gone to an olive garden and sat down and just put my nuts on the table and went, ah, didn't see it on the menu. You guys have orange chicken hair? Looking for some mugu guy pan? No, I'm a fucking asshole. That is who I am. Like, I think you, like... I come to a conclusion that like the how you saw pornography first really shapes how your life is going to be like most people are normal they see it online or they steal like a dad's playboy or they have that weird like sexy stand by me moment when you and a couple of buddies bury it in a yard somewhere you have that moment I didn't have that my first time seeing pornography was at a monster truck show in Eureka California 
And it's exactly as white trash as it sounds. And it was fucking beautiful. Monster trucks are great. Fuck anybody who says monster trucks aren't. They're the shit. It is America personified. Just, hey, we got all these little trucks. Can we help people with them? Fuck no. We're going to drive a big truck over them. Fuck yeah. I can, for the end of this monster truck show, they were going to drive Gravedigger. They were going to flip him over three flaming cars and he was going to land on like a fucking tractor. No, he's going to land on a trailer and it was going to explode in this beautiful white trash moment. A bald eagle was going to fly over and somewhere Kid Rock was going to come. It was going to be beautiful. And they did that and the trailer exploded and they let all the kids down onto the monster truck uh, track. And um, it was then that I realized this was not just like a fake trailer. This was somebody's trailer and they just said, oh yeah, fuck Earl. We don't give a shit about that guy. Because there were like family memorabilia everywhere. There were like old football trophies and like a cracked world's greatest dad mug. It's like the saddest Toby Keith song you've ever heard. And like in between this just ruined family, there was hardcore porno pictures. Like gas station porno, like the type that you'd have to point to and the like clerk would have to get. Like, could I get like counterclockwise grape jelly butthole liquors? Like that type of shit. Like, and it was 80s-style porno, like where every woman looked like David Lee Roth, but with a pussy. That type of porno. Hey, that has been my time, guys. Have a fantastic night. Wow. Porn in the backyard. I had a... My first memory of porn was in um, the clubhouse that Mark Trinta built in the back of his house. And um, it was really like a little ramshackle house, you know, back there. And they had um, Playboys up on the wall right next to a poster of Daryl Strawberry. Anybody remember that guy? Yeah, that ages me, right? Now you know how old I am. Because I was like, oh, look, tits and Daryl Strawberry. I don't know. And then he did a bunch of drugs, which was cool. Or, or not. Uh, your next commit, I hope that this, um, we'll see if DayQuil really works. This will be an exciting experiment. Uh, your next comedian, I saw him on the internet today and he was here early and he was like, where is everybody? It's locked and it's dark and scary. And I was like, we're not, we're not there yet. Uh, everybody put your hands together for Ethan Quinn. Yes, I uh, did show up early today. I usually have a habit of showing up late and the one time I was early, I looked like an asshole. Uh, but yeah, um, so for the, the past four years, I've had this ingrown toenail in my foot, um, and I haven't got anything done about it because I'm terrified of any kind of medical procedure. So I thought that I would do it myself with all the medical knowledge I've accrued at my liberal arts college. Um, so what I would do is for about the past two years, I would take a rubber band, wrap it around the toe, uh, put a headlamp on to increase light, and then also bite down on a rag. So when I'm digging into my toe, I have something to clench down on. Um, and uh, one day, Ethan, uh, Dr. Ethan was in the OR, and uh, it was freshman year at college. And the woman who is now my girlfriend knocks on the door and walks in. Um, and I always thought it was weird that she knocked and then walked in without me saying, come in. Um, but so she comes in, and I just turn around, and I have a rag in my mouth and a headlamp on and, like, scissors in my hand. And... Uh, I'll never forget what she said because it was one of the first conversations I ever had with her and uh, we've been together for two years now. She said, uh, I, uh, uh, okay, I gotta go, bye. And then she just left and uh, we've been together for like two years now and um, we live together and we live out in Arizona 
And uh, there's been a lot of robberies in our area. Uh, so my roommates wanted to get a gun. And I was like, are you fucking crazy, dude? On a weekly basis, one of us gets violently drunk and then just throws steak knives at the wall, like just fucking <laughs> shitty back alley throwing knives. And uh, so I was like, no, we barely have the responsibility to have kitchen utensils in the house. There's no way we're getting a fucking gun. One of us will for sure get shot in the face. But uh, just the gun shit is crazy, like whatever side you're on. Like when Betsy DeVos was elected as uh, Donald Trump's cabinet pick, she said, we need guns in school in case of bears. And uh, I don't know if you know anything about schools, but they have doors. And doors are a good primary defense against bears. Um, because all you have to do is lock a door if you see a bear. Because a uh, fast fact about bears, they don't have any thumbs. So they can't fucking open a door. Just lock the doors and kids will go about their day eating glue or whatever. Um, you don't need a gun to fend off woodland critters from a school. And just people who have kids are fucking crazy. Like I... I saw a woman walking down the street the other day and she had like three kids on a leash and they were all screaming and crying and she looked like she was just like one day away from drowning them all in a fucking bathtub, you know? Um, so it's just, I don't know, I, I wouldn't be a good parent either though. Like that sounds horrifying. It's, it's a parasite. That's all it is. It grows inside you for nine months and then fucking steals your nutrients like a tapeworm. Um, and then it comes out and for fucking 18 years eats all your stuff and makes you miserable. That sounds horrible. Just parents are horrible too, though. Like, when I was 17, I worked at a coffee shop, and a girl who was my age uh, got pregnant. She was super proud about it. She would walk around like, "I'm going to be the best mom ever," and uh, she still did everything she loved. She was proud of it. She still did everything she loved. She still worked 40 hours a week, and she still smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I asked her why she still smoked the cigarettes, and she was like, well, I wouldn't want to stop and shock my system and give the baby nicotine withdrawals. And I was like, no, it's going to fucking come out tiny. Um, it's just <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Well, let me do a minute. Let me do a minute. Okay. The horn means a minute for new. Oh, okay. The horn means a minute. Well, then I'm still on. <laughs> ah, but, um... I don't know if uh, any of you guys like to drink here. Uh, I certainly do. Um, but it just makes me way more awkward than I already am. And I remember one night, I was drinking at a party before I met my girlfriend. It was in college. It was like the first week of college. And I'm chatting up with this girl, and it's going really well. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, this is going really well. Wonder if she wants to fuck me. I sure want to fuck her. This is going great. Like, I should allude to something about us having sex later, you know? Just like something like kind of casual. So I say, hey, uh... So what are you doing later? And she says, nothing. But why'd you say all that shit about wanting to fuck me? And I was like, oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> and uh, yeah, she was like, no, I'm not going home with you. <laughs> you just talked about wanting to fuck me in my face. All right, thank you guys. That's my time. Ethan Quinn, a really super, I don't want to talk in that mic, folks. I want to get you guys sick. Uh, that was, you're like a really big feminist. You're like a super feminist. That was great. I've never heard anybody do material about my uterus better than me. That was great. That was great. Yeah, no, I know. Have tons of opinions about things you can't do. That is awesome. That sounds just like every other millennial I know. Yeah! No, it's, it was, it's nice that you hate children too. 
That's good. That's good when you like to drink. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I'm a nanny, so I take care of kids for money. So that's why I don't want to hang out with them. Because like, why would I hang out with them for not money? <laughs> See, I'm on the wrong one again. I'm so confused. Like, this is not the right microphone. That is the thing. I'm gonna take this away so that it doesn't confuse me. I'm gonna put this here. We're just lifting the veil for the for the radio audience. Um, you have all sounded fine, by the way, for all your sets is being recorded. Just so you know, everybody oh, sounds everybody's, great. Everybody sounds awesome. Uh, I, I sound like I've got, I have no idea what sound is like right now. It's like, it's in my head. Like, I'm like, I think I sound great in my head all the time. It's really fuzzy. It's like my, there's a cat inside my head. Um, see, now I forgot to bring up the list, so I don't know who's next. To see if I can remember. Nope. Nope, that's not going to happen. Uh, I can't remember anything. George, you want to check on the list under Ethan Quinn, who had a lovely set about uteruses and hating children and drinking? I love drinking. I do. And I can't, I can't drink when I'm sick because it just makes you keep being sick. James isn't here, so we'll just move on to the next one. Uh, it's a new, new person. How exciting. They have a fun name. I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. In this day and age, you just never know, right? Uh, everybody put your hands together for Clancy Cromer. Yay! Disco disaster, the worst I ever. Is that, is that, we good? Is that good? Are we good? Are we good? All right. Uh, I, I like to start off by let, like getting some things out of the way, mostly just one thing. I'm aware of the fact that I look like the uh, illegitimate love child with Ned Flanders and all of Death Cab for Cutie. <laughs> and we can just move past it. It's fine. It's fine. I understand. Uh, I, I grew up, I live in Portland currently. I'm in town from Portland, but I grew up in uh, Central California, just south of Yosemite, just on the outside of Yosemite. You guys know what I'm talking about, I'm sure. Uh, people in Portland don't, ever. Like, I, I say south of Yosemite, and they're like, what are you even, what is what is Yosemite? That's in Wyoming, right? They, somebody asked me that. Uh, but I, there's a lot of cool, interesting, there's a lot of cool, interesting names in that area. They're like native words. Like, the town that I grew up in is called Nipponawasi, which, uh, this is more of like a TED Talk moment than like comedy. It means something along the lines of, look at all these deer, that's entirely too many deer. Get, get that out of here, I don't like them. It's a longer, it's more of like a feeling word than anything else, like a, and then the town right next to the town that I grew up in is called Awani, which means a big wet hole. So that's, it's actually the original word that the natives had for Yosemite Valley. Uh, it's a true fact. But uh, when the settlers came in, there was some confusion because they, the, settled, the natives just kept saying the word Yosemite. They were like, Yosemite, Yosemite. Turns out Yosemite just means please stop killing us. So some cool fun facts about where I grew up, guys. Uh, I have a lot of interesting conversations with people having grown up in the woods. Like somebody came up to me. And they were like, oh, I could never do that. I'd be afraid of like a bear coming into my home and killing me in the middle of the night. And I was like, what do you, we live in the Pacific Northwest. This area is kind of known for like serial killers. That's a true fact. The area between Seattle and Salem on I-5 is called by the FBI America's Killing Fields. That's not like, also one of the things that I usually say is about how bears can't open doors, but <laughs> fuck you, ha <laughs> ha. You're the worst. I, I hate you so much. I hate, I, you're, I, you're my least favorite person in the world forever. Also, more people die every year in my hometown from waterfalls than bears. So, and that's not easy. There's like signs. 
they say things like, be careful of the waterfall. It's a waterfall. So that's a, uh, I did, I moved to Portland though, which is interesting. I moved from California to Portland, which means, everybody say it with me. Everyone hates me. Everyone hates me for moving to Portland from California, which I think is weird because most of the people I've met since moving there have b claimed to be very liberal about immigration. You know what I'm saying? They say, ah, oh, but then I come over. I'm just moving north for hoping to find a better life. Anyway, somebody was like, oh, it's not Im immigration, it's gentrification. I was like, I don't know that it counts because I also don't have any money. I'm also not happy that they're putting a Whole Foods there. I can't afford it either. Guys, I don't even know how much time, do you, how much time is on that? Also, could you sit closer to it and laugh really loud? <laughs> Dope. I don't know how many minutes I get all together. I wasn't paying attention. That's, uh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. What was I talking about? I don't have any money. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, have you been enjoying the winter? You like the, the winter weather? Everybody enjoy the winter in here? We like the winter? The winter? The winter? You like the winter? We like the winter? I enjoy the winter. The one thing that I don't like, especially in Portland, is all the leaves that just, like, fall off the trees. What's the deal with that? Why, why stop it? I don't like it. It's hard enough to find port parking in Portland, Oregon with all these goddamn immigrant leaves just taking all the parking spots. It's the worst. I hate it a lot. I've been, uh, I've been angry about that for like a while. I've been really angry all of November and December and then my, my, my roommate was like angry at me for being angry at the leaves and then I woke up one day and then the, the streets were just like pristine and beautiful and clean and my car was gone because I didn't see the sign. They towed, they towed it because I didn't see the sign. There goes $300 that I don't have, am I right? God, I just don't want to touch that. Don't want to take diseases back to Portland. Wouldn't want to kill all them. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. What was I? I keep forgetting what I was talking about. Whatever. I'm gonna get out of here. If you're desperate, that's event, cause she'll see Clancy Cromer, everyone, of Portland. Clancy Cromer of Portland. All right. What'd you come down here for? Just for fun and to do shows or something? Oh, I, was, I was home for Christmas. Oh, you were home for Christmas. That's nice. You have a family that loves you. That's really special. That's right. Anybody else's parents not proud of them? Yeah, cool. Anybody else Anybody else not talk to their parents at all on Christmas? Not an email, not a call? Good, me either. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Here's the thing. The telephone works both ways, assholes. Also, they never listen to this podcast, so fuck them, right? Just so unsupportive. And your next comedian, everybody's going to laugh wildly. I know I am. Uh, put your hands together for Wes Phillipson. Yay! <laughs> I thought I was number six. Uh, <laughs> hi. Um, so uh, I just uh, thought I'd tell you a little bit about myself. I grew up Korean. Uh, this is true. Uh, my best friends uh, for most of my childhood uh, were two brothers, uh, full Korean. And uh, I was immersed in the culture for a long time. And uh, I learned three words of Korean. <laughs> uh, it's a hello, goodbye, and thank you. I mean, that's really all you need. Um, that doesn't help me if I want to go to Korea. 
Uh, it does help me at my corner market, though. <laughs> they love me there. Um, I love them, too. They're super sweet. And, uh, you know, most people don't go the extra mile to say hello and goodbye in their native tongue. Uh, but I go the extra mile. I'll even take my shoes off at the door, you know. We go when they're scuffing up their nice floors. I don't do that. It's respectful, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I watched a documentary on Vikings um, and found out that they had sewing circles. Anybody know about that? Heard a lot of things about Vikings. I never knew they were that crafty. Um, but turns out they uh, they would have sewing circles and they would knit and using human intestines as their bowl of yarn, which uh, I can only imagine must have been the uh, really the ugliest Christmas sweaters ever made by a human being. Their grandma's house must have been terrifying, right? And it's quilts everywhere. <laughs> must have killed a whole village. Grandma's fucking savage. <laughs> Uh, shit, man. Uh, what else? Uh, I've been paying attention to alien stuff. How about that? Anybody else like aliens? Cool. Um, I, people have a theory, and I, I kind of believe this, that their human beings have evolved, uh, that they uh, have just big heads, and we're all just kind of going towards that road. And I feel like they're combined with technology, so... Um, like we're kind of getting to where we're going to have chips in our head and all that. And uh, it got me think that maybe all those probes are just them trying to find the right cable to, that's compatible with us, you know? Like maybe that's the deal. Maybe they're not just probing people for the hell of it. Maybe they're just, they got the wrong cords. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we're just old technology. Uh, man. Hey, uh... <laughs> How did uh how did the fucking dragon queen uh make it snow during the winter? She got stark naked. Ah alright. <laughs> Dad jokes, fuck it. Some people think I'm too old for this. Um Yeah, fuck that. It's not it's not jogging. You know, it's not like I'm not becoming a professional athlete. You know, I got opinions. <laughs> That's all you need. You don't have to be uh super youthful for this, I don't think. Um People said, uh, I saw a meme that said uh, people in their 30s, it was like a cat falling asleep, and this is people in their 30s around 9 o'clock, like we're tired all the time or some shit, and uh, I don't find that to be the case, I think maybe we're just tired of millennials bullshit, I mean, I'm gonna just be fair, man, like, we're getting, we're getting clowned on all the time, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> yeah, little fucking, I just turned the whole crowd, because you're all in their 20s, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't really hate you guys or anything like that. It's not a big deal. Uh, just, you know, stop hating on people just because you're going to get there. That's the thing. That's the thing. It's like you all clown on it, but you're going to be there in like a couple more years. And then you're going to be like, hey, man, 30's not that fucking old. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to get off here. Thank you very much. You're my only desire. I fight to the death. Then I'm a scream your name when I breathe my last. 
kids hate kids and the adults hate kids. Everyone hates kids. I love it. I love it here tonight. It feels so good, all the hatred. Did you guys experience a lot of love at Christmas? Is that why we're just turning? We're just turning the leaf? It was me. I know. It's my fault. It's once the DayQuil hits me. Uh, you know what's in DayQuil? Speed. Ha ha ha! No, it's absolutely true. It will, it'll hit me in a while. There's a reason why I don't ever take DayQuil, and that's because I almost got fired from Ethan Allen in 2006 from DayQuil. Everyone thought I was on crank, and I'm like, no, no, this is over-the-counter shit. I'm just crazy. Okay. It's true. Your next comedian, what a funny, I haven't seen you in so long and I've missed you and I don't know if it's because I haven't been out or if you've been hiding from me. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's not hiding. He's great. Um, he's a really funny guy. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for James Mora. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just always naturally attracted to the shorter mic stand, so uh, that's that's my bad. Um, all right, well, sorry for fucking the rest of the... I, we, I guess I'll just do be the last person. Is that cool? We just end it after me. Is that cool? Are you guys cool with that? All right, cool. Um, it's good to be here. I feel like every time I'm here, it's like looks nicer, Pam. What's up? Like It's like fucking... I don't know, man. It's like the reverse brainwash effect here. Like every time... Every time... Like the rug. That thing. Anyway. Um... So for this part of my set, I actually want to speak directly to the millions of white people who've appropriated the beautiful holiday of Cinco de Mayo uh, and turned it into a day of drinking and debauchery. Okay, do I have your attention? Um, on behalf of the black community, can you guys please uh, do that for Kwanzaa too, actually? That would be fucking... Because Kwanzaa sucks right now. It's Kwanzaa right now, guys. Like, can you not... No one can even tell. Um, I just think that would be really fun. Um, can you guys imagine if we celebrated... Uh, Kwanzaa like we did Cinco de Mayo, this shit would be fucking lit, dude, you know? Like drunk gr uh, white girls wearing traditional African garb, it would be incredible, you know? Like, maybe a few uh, frat dudes named Spencer and Blackface. It would just all be in good fun, you know? It would just all be in uh, good fun, guys. Um, I'm, uh, okay, so uh, I live in San Francisco. Uh, one of the things that's uh, inconvenient for me here in the city uh, is actually walking behind women at night, okay? Uh, because I'm brown, uh, and I'm also a very fast walker, okay? So, uh, if you're walking ahead of me, I will try and pass you, but up until the moment that I pass you, it will appear that I am chasing you, okay? That's just how, <laughs> that's kind of just how it works, dude. Um, and sometimes I'm just, you know, walking fast and minding my own business, and I can see, like, you know, like a petite white girl start to, like, freak out a little bit, which is a bit of a turn on. I'm not going to lie. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh... And then it, it's such a lose-lose, right? Because if you keep walking fast, uh, you might get, like, pepper sprayed or some shit. I don't want to deal with that. So what I usually do is just walk really, really slow and let homegirl basically, like, escape, okay? Uh, and that mutiny is why black people are always late to stuff. Uh, cool, okay. Fun. Uh, <laughs> um... So the other day I was talking to this dude on the street and he told me something interesting. He told me, I guess, Jesus is coming back. Have you guys heard about this? Uh, so apparently any day, like Jesus is coming back. Have you guys heard this from the people on the street? Uh, I don't think I want that to happen. Because uh, I think that would just be pretty depressing. I don't know, like, I don't know if I want to see like washed up Jesus like coming out of retirement. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think that would just be like, 
you know, like, like his miracles are kind of like not working that well anymore. You know, it would be, it would kind of be like, you know, when like Brett Favre came back for the Vikings, you like, no one wants to see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it this way. Like how depressing would it be to turn on the TV and see Jesus Christ, our Lord and savior in a Wrangler jeans commercial. Okay. Like no one, I don't think anyone would want to see that. Um, what would be fucking funny though, in my opinion, would, would be absolutely hilarious is if after 2000 years, Jesus does come back and then the Jews killed him again. How funny would that be? <laughs> would that be the funniest shit ever? He's like on his like world tour and like one day just he's like outside of a Starbucks and like, yo, we told you not to come back to earth, motherfucker. <laughs> also in my fantasy, the Jews would be black uh, for some reason. So, uh, okay, cool. Um, what else is going on? Uh, so people have been freaking out at the net neutrality uh, protections being repealed. Have you guys heard about this? It's a thing that's happening. Um, my favorite thing to uh, notice on the internet is A, how pissed off people are getting, and B, how no one actually understands what the fuck an end neutrality is. <laughs> like, if you guys notice this, like, no one knows, like, at all, like, what it actually entails, et cetera. Like, uh, one of the things I've seen a lot on Facebook uh, and here at Open Mics is people being like, oh, I'm going to have to pay for porn now. And that's just not what's going to happen, guys. Okay? Like, what might happen, so what will probably happen is that porn will load slower. Uh, which in my opinion is actually much worse. Okay, like that's, I can't go back to those days, dude. Um, Cause we all remember those days, right? Uh, like if you're, if you're like me, grew up pretty, grew up pretty broke. Uh, parents had some fucking slow ass internet. Used to have to like click on the video and pause it and then go do some other shit while it loads. You know, you guys remember those days? Hammer out some chores or some shit. Um, your mom's mom's like, uh, hey James, those only those dishes are only half done, and you're like, yeah, that's because my uh, ebony lesbian scene is three quarters buffered. It's <laughs> gonna go check that out. Um, you know what's funny is I've been like randomly kind of also still touching this fucking mic stand over here. I don't know why. Anyway, that's it for me. Thanks, guys. Please be his ex. Thank you. Finally, I understand that absolutely everything has to do with porn. I actually, I actually don't watch porn, so the net neutrality thing really isn't gonna affect me. Also, I don't pay for internet. I just steal it from anybody everyway, so it doesn't matter. Like, I, I get Xfinity. Anybody know about Xfinity? Because <laughs> it sucks, and you're like, oh, I can Facebook and do email. That's all I do. I don't watch videos. You send me a video, I didn't watch it. <laughs> no, I, I sometimes watch videos, but I watch them here because I don't have anything at home. It's hard to be poor, you guys. It's going to be hard with this net neutrality for you to feel a little bit of what poor people feel like. Ah, everything I want, I don't get it the very second I thought about wanting it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I know how you guys have everything Amazon delivered now by drone. Uh, you know what? I need to get delivered by drone. I'm, mine is almost dead. Uh, I, I need a new toothbrush, but we actually have one here for you right now. He's going to perform for you. Put your hands together for toothbrush. What's up, people? Hit that. Oh, man. Get up for Pam doing her thing. Sick as a fuck. She's still doing it. Don't even smoke, because she can't smoke. But hooked on the. What you hooked on, Dayquil? She hooked on the Dayquil. Dayquil. Yeah. Um, I just got married, thank you. Just got married. Because I got DUI. I could finally get around, you know? 
finally get around. My wife is not too happy about whole situation. Uh, being married is kind of weird, man. Uh, cause uh, I marry her with the package. The package came with her. I thought I was just gonna marry her, but the package just came with her. She got like about 25 cats. I mean, who's counting at that point? Motherfuckers be moving all the time. I don't even know how many cats she got. And I hate cats. This is what it's like, though. You look at you look around in the house. Some cats are looking at you. That's how many cats we got in the house. And one one particular cat I hate. That's an orange one. That motherfucker cock blocks me. The cock blocking cat. Pussy hates me. A fucking pussy hits me though. It's kind of weird we ha when we having a sex. She's right. He's right there. And it kind of make me feel weird that we having a threesome or something. And uh, motherfucker hates me. Motherfucker hates me too. Motherfucking cats hates me. And uh, so we got like a blood and crips thing going on. We got beef going on. And then she went away for about three weeks for the for her job, I think. And I had to take care of like those cats. And um, when she came back, the cats started acting weird for some reason. Like I don't know how that. Just a fucking cat is weird. Started like giving in. My fucking cat giving in to me. I'm gonna get gave in. That's just come around, just rubbing the butt, his, you know, his body up against me, whatever. Just to finally realize that that cat is a fucking gay. It's a gay cat. I finally figured it out. She didn't want me to have a sex with her because she, the fucking cat wants to have a sex with me or something. That's fucking weird shit, man. That's fucking weird shit. Cats are crazy. <laughs> fucking crazy cat. Uh, just came back from a vacation, well, kind of, went to Florida, first time, went to see her family. Uh, but top on that, we did, like, a lot of driving, see a lot of things, went to the key. Uh, you know, when you go to vacation, you have itineraries to, you know, kill it. So my itinerary was, uh, looking for key lime. Couldn't find no fucking key limes, man. The closest key lime I could have found was uh, organic key lime flavor magnum condom. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't want to lick it. It's weird. I use it as a beanie. I wear it. It's so weird, man. Uh, trying to choke the fucking manatee. Couldn't find no manatee up in the bitch. Uh, what else I did? I mean, we are, I was like furious. I was supposed to be relaxing out there, but I was furious. I was mad. And I hate those people who trying to go to the vacation and try and run in the morning. They don't usually do it. <laughs> like a lazy motherfucker trying to run in the morning <laughs> on the vacation. I hate those bitches. But anyway, I closed my show right here. I've been toothbrush. Thank you all. Can. 
Okay, I have been watching um, things on Netflix because Netflix shapes all of us. Anybody else shaped by Netflix? Of course you are. Of course you are. They put things in your queue. You have no power over it. Well, I've been watching Kentaro the Sweet Tooth Salaryman and what a genius. I am, okay, it's, everything Japanese is totally fascinating and totally awesome to me because they're all like disciplined and shit and they pay attention to things and they seem to care about their family. It's just so opposite to what I'm used to. Um, but they, it's really great. So I've learned a little. So it's, I love the word watashiwa because it means like the essence of me. Like I am or uh, me is, it's like, it's the, it's, it's, it's all of the grammar in one word. Watashiwa. Am I right? That's how, is that how I say it? And then, arigato gozaimasu. Why, it's, why do I get to say it? I always say it like that because the girl on the show. Arigato gozaimasu. Like, it does it not. Yeah, it's... Uh, Tomo arigato, Mr. Rubato. Uh, well, thank you, Toothbrush. Yay! I'm just totally fascinated by everything Japanese right now. It's just really weird. I don't know if it'll ever come out in comedy, but boy, does it help me as a person. Your next comedian. It's, it's weird not being able to hear yourself, but hearing yourself, it's really fun. It's going to be cute to listen to it later. Uh, hey, she's on the internet, and she lives here, and I don't know if we've met in person, so I don't know to make eye contact, but it's a girl, so I think it might be you. Put your hands together for Olivia Gann. Yay! I was right! Hello. Um, I, just, I had to reflect for a second to make sure it was the right one. Um, you guys you guys talking about saying thank you arbitrarily made me think of something that I used to do in high school. I used to have like super curly hair, like really, really curly. It's calmed down as I've aged. But when I would straighten my hair, people would be like, wow, your hair is so straight. And it's like, you don't, I don't know what to say to that. Um, oh no, they would say, wow, your hair is so long. And I don't know, it's like not a compliment, but I would just say, thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> people would be like, huh? It's good, it makes people think. Um, anyways, I'm all about throwing like random thank yous out there. Um, I wanted to talk about notes to yourself. Does anyone else write notes to yourself, like spur of the moment thoughts? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I have like a lot of like random stuff in my notes app in my phone. Um, but then, and it's like good because it's good for me keeping track of what I'm thinking about and keep track of ideas. But also, it's kind of scary, but also fun to look back on them, um, just because I I don't leave any context or any you know any details about what I'm talking about. So sometimes it's like kind of sentimental and cool. It'll be like my shopping list to go to Target when I moved into a new apartment, and it's like oh I'm so sentimental. I remember that time when I moved into that apartment and I needed like 40 command hooks and a bean bag. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then some of them are actually like kind of scary because I don't remember anything and they're kind of out of the blue. Um, like I was looking through them last week and there was one that said, Samuel's the one with the cooked fish allergy. He's gonna bring cheese or peanuts. And it's like, what? Who's, I don't know who Samuel is, honestly. It's from like four years ago. I don't know if he brought cheese. I don't know what he brought. And it's actually, it's kind of scary. Um, but it's a cool time warp. Um, anyways, speaking of like the inner warp, you know, mind warp situation, um, one thing that I like to think about is kind of like hypothetical situations that I could do that kind of like freak people out. 
um, but are kind of like inside jokes in my brain. Um, and one of them is rolling up to like a really busy Trader Joe's uh, in full colonial garb, like 100%, and trying to barter with them and trade instead of pay, like to go up and be like, I'm like, excuse me, sir, sorry, good sir, hello. Can I have like eight pelts in my car? Can I trade you leather pelts or like hand-carved wooden children's toys, anything? I'm, I'm trying to get like some smoked pastrami. Um, <laughs> uh, but I haven't tried that yet. Um, and then another one that I think about is like in regards to the gold rush, which before I even like explain, I want to just say that I don't think enough people are talking about the gold rush right now. Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm just kidding. Um, we know that that ended when the Spice Girls rose to fame. But um, so that's over. But I moved. So I moved here out to do um, mechanical engineering stuff because I do that for my jobs. So that's why I moved here because it's like an epicenter or whatever. Um, but I like to kind of like kind of catch people off their toes and when they ask me if I like California or how I like San Francisco to say uh to kind of like insinuate that I'm here for the gold rush um so I'll kind of say like oh like I don't I mean I'm like glad to be here but it's like it's not going super well like honestly a typical day for me is like vigorously scanning beaches for gold and then coming home empty-handed um like literally like I ate a candle last week for lunch um <laughs> but <laughs> But, um, but like, it's fine. That's like why I moved here. It's okay. Um, anyways, speaking of self notes, I'm going to circle back. I want to leave you guys with like a little uplifting note. Um, cause it's the holidays and it's like, you know, I don't know the world is tough. Um, something that I'm trying to bring back is emailing myself and like adding uplifting notes in the body of the message. Like I used to do this in college a lot when I needed to print out a document and I would email myself a document and then I would write in the body like something like, hey, you're doing great. I'm super proud of you. Keep up the good work. Um, and it's just like really nice to open that and like see that. So I'm trying to bring that back. Um, and it's actually, it's, it's pretty nice. I recommend it. Um, anyways, that's all. That's all I've got. Thanks, guys. Yay! Do I have something in my nose? Did I have something? Yay! Uh, I'm wondering why no one has created one of these yet, like a thing that you could put in your nose so that you don't have to keep wiping it because when you wipe it all day long, it hurts. It hurts so much. My face hurts, you guys. This actually helps. It's really weird, I know, but I'm fucking rolling with it because I don't give a fuck. It's the radio. We can let the um, radio audience imagine what possibly could be attached to my face for the next 45 minutes. The fun thing is, I've been doing these all day and I have to pull them out and they literally get wet all the way through, which is gross. Like, what is happening inside my body right now that that's a thing, that you don't want to touch this microphone? Just reminding people, don't touch this microphone. Uh, and I won't shake your hands, and I usually would. I usually would be very kind and sweet and I would say thank you so much and I'd make a big effort to have a real handshake too, not like some flimpy limp fish thing like blah, blah, blah. That's and usually those are men too that do that. Women usually I've heard they've hurt my hand before. Stereotypes. Your next comedian belies all stereotypes. Put your hands together for Ed Ant. Yay! <laughs> Pam has cooties. <sighs> Anyway, how's everybody doing? Ken? Elliot or Ethan? Random white guy? 
and Boris. Yes, all people of all shades. Arjun and Jay. I'm going to stop naming people. I'm going to stop naming names. That's bad. Yeah, you know what? Fuck, uh, fuck trying. Stick to the script. Mm. I have notes too. My name is Ed. I'm an average Joe type. I like doing ordinary things like hoarding money and real estate and pussy. But since I have none of those things, I surf Zillow.com. Remember that name, Zillow.com. You gotta, you gotta fix these fucking mics, Pam. It's not just the diseases that are killing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, calm down. You're not on the stage. Years ago. Yeah, fuck this show. Let's talk about the merits of Trumpland. Yeah, there's a nice beefy tax cut for Trump. He's gonna build that wall. I mean, fence. And of course, you know, all the other stuff like credibility and whatnot. My parents were born, perhaps, early enough to experience the summer of love. And between Tinder, Me Too, and kill all men hashtags, I'm pretty sure I'm about to experience the end of romance. Correct me if I'm wrong, ladies. All right, let's move along as the shuffling dude with the name tag rolls on through. Take a seat, please. I wish that when I play for an international audience, I could say that my country doesn't condone pedophilia. And thanks Alabama, I can continue to say that. And for the last joke, because I'm gonna suck up every last second of this mic, Pam, because you still haven't diseased it, James, I'm hoping. I'm kind of a loner, mainly because I can never attract the kind of people that I want to have around me when I want to expose my good ideas to the world. There's only our idiots arguing with me, ranting and raving back at me. When I want to make a few dollars, I can only ever get bums like me to surround me. And of course, when I'm looking for love, there's only dudes in front of me. Fuck all of you. I wish I had a better life than this.
It's a comedy open mic. Yay! All right. It's a, it's a sense of humor. It's okay. I don't get along with my parents either. I got toilet paper on my face. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm whatever. Like, woo! I'm excited about things now. This Dayquil shit. Now I know why. I don't know how they sell this over the counter. This is woo! Woo! It's good. It's orange. <laughs> I didn't realize when you talk that sometimes you push air out your nose and if this thing goes, all this liquid's going to go with it. I got a stain earlier on my pants from when I leaked out. It was bad news. People, put your hands together for your next comedian, John Alchemy. Hey. I was a fake out. I did a fake out. Um, hello, folks. How you doing? I uh, I don't know about you guys, but I work in the field of delivery, specifically for a company called DoorDash. Has anyone ever used DoorDash? For been in my position of what, did you drive or were you did you make the th- make the app? You walked for Postmates. Damn. Did you actually walk? Really? Do you ever like run as fast as you can? That's what I think I would do if I was in that spot. Because I, I bike for DoorDash with the caveat of I don't bike at all. Um, I drive my, my car. Cause they, I like, signed up and I had a bad driving record. So they were like, we'll sign you up as a bicycle courier. And I was like, uh, okay. But I was like, I already applied to do it in my car. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my car. I have a car. Like, I feel, I feel kind of bad that I'm lying to them, that I'm just lying to their dumb faces. But, but they give me orders that would be criminal to give to somebody on a bike. What's the longest order you've ever done? Like, what's the longest it's ever taken? Like, 25 minutes, 30? Jesus, that's insane. An hour? You just had to walk for an hour? Oh, bus, okay, the buses, that's... You're allowed to not pay. Are you allowed to not pay? You don't pay, do you? Please don't pay. Don't ever pay no. for the bus. You have a pass from Postmates? No. Oh, no, you don't have to do that, man. You're working. It's free. Just don't listen to me, but it's totally free. Give it up if it's totally free. Um, what? You, even if you're working? Yeah? You're, wrong. you're so wrong. He's in college. He doesn't know. <laughs> Shame. No, you're fine. The, that would have been a way compelling, more compelling points if you chose one color for the pants instead of a color for the pants and then a color for the dogs on the pants. Are they dogs? Nice. English, Boston Terriers? I don't know. Um, you shouldn't pay for the bus if you're working. That's my take. Um, anyway, right... I think that's fine. I'd, I drive and I should be biking, but they give me orders that I'm furious at the idea of someone ever having to do on a bike. Like I'm just sitting in my car stewing at the very idea of somebody bicycling. They're like, drive, bike five miles uphill and then there's going to be a big ravine that you're going to want to hop. So you're going you're gonna to want to buy a ramp from us. They sell you shit. Do you know they sell you shit? Every lift you've ever been in, that person had to buy that pink mustache. That's real. That dude had to buy a toy from their employer 
for $45, just so that when you get into a lift to go home, you can go, oh, it's the funny pink mustache. I know that mustache. I've seen it before. I feel good. Um, I think if I was a cop, I would really lean into the donut thing. Like, I would really embrace the donut stereotype that surrounds policing. It's because right now in America, cops are kind of seen as like murdery murderers who murder people or whatever, which is rightfully so. But if I was a cop, I would get around that by being like, what's that about brutality? I just can't get enough of these bear claws. Num, num, num. I'm having the time of my life. Sprinkles in my beard. Don't mind me. I'm just a donut cop over here. I think it's a, a, it's a life hack for any cops. Also, but also quit. Bye. <laughs> Hooray, John Alcabez, the donut cop. I love donuts too. Donuts are delicious and everyone loves them. Unlike police people. <laughs> They're kind of like the opposites. And together again, they will be on The Simpsons. Uh, your next comedian, he's all the way from Australia. That's crazy. I bet some of you millennials can't even point to it on a map. No, I'm kidding. You can look it up on your iPhone. We all know. Uh, it's, hey, we're excited to see it. Put your hands together for Nick Moniz. Oh, hello. Yes. Good. Yeah, nice. Thank Pam. Accent. Yep, yeah, it's legit. Checks out. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Nick. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. I, uh, I've... One thing that drives me nuts, I, sorry, I come here every summer, or your winter, every winter, because my girlfriend's American, uh, and, and one thing that drives me nuts is the dumb questions I get asked. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, the dumb question, what, what would you ask an Australian? Good question. Um, <laughs> no, it's like, everyone's like, oh, do, do you ride in your kangaroos? It's like, like, of course we do. Like, you know, you've got to pay. We call it kangaroo, Um One dude, thank you very much. Um, that's that's probably what that deserved. Um, I, uh, I'm going to be honest. I wrote a completely new set for tonight because I was super pumped about your public transit here. No, that, I know that's weird. I know that's weird, but I'm like a planner by trade, and I, I'm just like so pumped about Mooney. Like, I, it's it's seriously, it's amazing. Like, and I I rode light rail tram today, and it, it, it was good. It was like. It was like international waters, though. You know, like, like anything goes, you know? <laughs> like, you might see a fist fight or, or a poetry slam, but either way, it's going to be hectic, you know? Like, good. Um, what else? What else was there? I, I kind of, like, the other thing was I've, I've found out so much about San Francisco already just by writing on that. You know, and, like, I want to make the distinction. There's a difference between learning something and finding something out. You know, like you, you learn about World War II in history textbooks, but you find out people have pet iguanas when you're writing Mooney. You know what I mean? Like, there's a difference. Like, you, you, you learn that iguanas have toxic spit, but you find out that it costs 1500 hospital visit if, fuck, $1,500 hospital visit if one of them bites you. You know, like, key distinction. Thanks, Wes. Appreciate that. But, but like... I, I, I really do enjoy public transit. Like for me, riding on a light rail, like we spend 44 hours a year stuck, 44 hours a year stuck in traffic. Like that's mind blowing to me. But 
just that feeling when you're flying past a traffic jam on a tram, it's it's amazing. It, it must have been like how it felt to be the first person driving a jet plane when everyone else was just in propellers, just like flipping off Orville Wright, you know what I mean? Like that, just an amazing feeling. And it, they, it also makes me feel so smug because you, you, have, you have so much time on your hands when you're not driving and, and you're still going somewhere. It makes me feel, it makes me feel like a morning person, you know, like it, that same sort of feeling. You know, those people that get to work and they're like, it's 9am, I've been to the gym, prepared dinner and donated to an African charity. You know what I mean? Like just that smugness, like that's imbues me. It's, it's, an, it's an amazing feeling. Uh, but, but like, fuck, where was I going to go with this? I can't even remember. Uh, sorry, I do, like, it, it's sort of like a, a rabbit and the hare sort of situation, I think. Like, I think Mooney trams average about nine miles per hour, whereas, like, a, like a car can go anywhere, you know, and, and as fast as it wants, fuck that up as well. Never mind. We're going to, thanks, Pam. Um, oh, what else did I want to get into? Uh, I'll, leave you, I'll leave you on this. Like, you, you guys are, like, I think it's a fairly hipster city. Like, I think that's that's a fair... Like, I'm surprised Alcatraz doesn't already have weekend markets selling crafts made by ex-cons. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm surprised that's not a thing, you know? But, but like, and, and, it, and, it, and it translates over to your cable cars. Like, the fact that you guys kept... Your mayor tried to get rid of them in the 80s and, like, the whole of San Francisco was like, uh, no, they're not outdated, they're just vintage, you know? Like, <laughs> you've kept... And it blows my mind. Um... I'll, I'll, I'll leave you on this last one. I'd, I'd like to see you guys do that with your 21st century technology. You know, like it, like it, 21st century transit. Like in 100 years, I'd love for everyone to be teleporting except for the tourists in San Francisco who are still riding around in heritage-listed Ubers. Like I think that'd be amazing. Anyway, you guys have been great. Thank you very much. Wonderful, but that's very funny. I love the vintage cars because my grandma lived in this city in those days, and I pretend like she might have been on this exact same cable car. It's very nostalgic, and it makes me feel good about myself. I like old-timey things. This uh, Letterman jacket is my actual Letterman jacket from 1992. Yeah, no one. Be- this is truly me. Look, it says Pam Benjamin. It's really me. They don't care. It's fine. I'm 40. I'm 43, and I fit into my cheerleading costumes. And I feel like saying that as much as I possibly can. And also, at any opportunity, there can be like outfit wearing. I'm like, oh, I'm a cheerleader again. Ha ha ha. That's you know. Here we go. Your next comedian. I'm telling you this Dayquil shit, you guys. I can't. The problem is I'm trying to see what's in it, but my eyes are too bad. I can't see close anymore. So I'm like staring at it, and I need like a special light to discern what kind of crazy over-the-counter meth that we all get to take all the time. It doesn't affect other people like this. No one else feels like they're on meth when they're. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. That's perfect. I know they're interchangeable. They're almost the same color. Your next comedian, he's going to make you laugh. I, there he is hiding in the back. Put your hands together for Grab Galway. Yay. Did she really say 1992? Jesus. Uh... I just had that thought. I wanted to share it, you know. So, I probably saw a few of you at that eulogy for brainwash thing last night. I don't remember because I was drunk. But, thank you, James. But I had so much empathy for the brainwash because, you know, 
Just like Brainwash, I'm pretty sure that the biggest crowd I ever pull will be at my own funeral. As long as Ken's, Ken's happy. Oh God, I'm glad we have women in the audience tonight. It means I get to tell my favorite joke. I have this, I have this cunnilingus joke. Now women tell me it is mind-blowing. In fact, they, they say it's earth-shattering. And we'll get to it after I talk about myself for a while. I, I think you know how that goes. Um, screw it. Audience participation. If you people had to pick an animal that I resemble, what animal would you say? Sloth? Every fucking show. Within five seconds, the first answer is always sloth. And I keep telling the joke, so maybe it's on me. Anyway, I, um, I've been playing this game on my phone, and I'm actually getting really good at it. Like, I have a, I have a perfect score at the Tinder game. I, I got matched once. I got, I went on a date once. I got ghosted once. I am batting a thousand at Tinder. It took me like a week to realize I've been ghosted. So I send her a text. I say, it was nice meeting you. I'm sorry it didn't work out. Not because I want to seem like the bigger person, but because I want to fill her with regret and self-loathing and all those wonderful things that I feel. You know, so that when her soulmate comes along, it'll fall apart and she'll die alone like me. I'm a hopeless romantic. Anyway, to my surprise, I got a text back from her mother. Apparently, the night after we went out, she was walking home from work, got hit by a drunk driver, died in the ambulance. I know, I know, it sounds tragic. But that, that was not my first reaction. My first reaction was, thank God, she didn't ghost me. Well, she did, but not in the traditional sense. You're all bad people. But she didn't reject me, and that's what's important. And all of this is what I put in the text back to her mother. And then her mother ghosted me. But I try to look on the bright side. You know, like, maybe her mother's dead too. It's a mystery why I'm still single. Screw it, we, uh, we're in San Francisco. Do we all know the concept of toxic masculinity? Yeah? Ken, was it in the divorce papers? I, I think so. Anyway, for those that don't know, the idea of, con of toxic masculinity is the things men cannot say because they think it makes them look weak. So like instead of saying, like, I know Ken, I can't say, Ken, I miss you, let's hang out. I have to say, let's start a fantasy football league. Or men cannot say, your comedy makes me examine uncomfortable emotions. They just call me a faggot. Or like, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Like instead of telling the police that I was raped, I tell my bartender keep pouring. Oh, I'm glad you guys like that one. I hope you feel good about yourselves because I do not. I used to feel like I couldn't talk about this, which is why I'm so glad I have an audience to tell me. It is still not okay to talk about this. Anyway, our time's almost up. Uh, I know I promised the women in the audience a cunnilingus joke, but I'm getting kind of tired. Um, I have a big day tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, I promise. I'm Graham Galway. That's my time. Thanks a lot.
I only yelled three toads lost so quickly because I watched Planet Earth 2 last night. Well, because Netflix shapes all our lives and somehow Planet Earth 2 came on and there was this sloth thing and he looked just like you, just a lot hairier. Just as cute with the big eyes and like the good timing. Uh, your next comedian. Uh, he's a funny guy. He was here last week. He's back. I'm excited. Put your hands together for Billy Goss. Yay! Which one is this functioning or is this functioning? This is the functioning. Okay, this one right here? Okay, all right. Ooh, healthy mic, unhealthy comic. What a mix. All right. Oh, mercy. Mutiny. Mutiny! We've had some fun tonight, right? We've had some fun tonight. We've seen, we've seen, we've learned how to hate, how not to love, those sort of things, man. We've had a little fun. Hey, before I get started, uh, quick survey, survey of the audience. Who has traveled overseas? By round of applause. Yeah. Nice, man. Got some, some globetrotters out here. See, I'm jealous because I've never traveled overseas, you know? And if I'm being entirely honest, I'm not exactly dying to go. Cause I don't think I know how to act, like at all. You know, like, even down to, like down to body language, man. Like, you know that in, like in Saudi Arabia, thumbs up considered very rude. And like in Italy, you're not supposed to scratch your chin like that. Yeah. But the one that surprised me the most, do you know that in Finland, it's considered very poor form to grab your dick and spit at someone's feet. Why is Finland so sensitive, you know? Who hurt you, Finland? Yeah. Speaking of Finland, Iceland. Speaking of Iceland, Norway. I know nothing about Scandinavia, is what I'm trying to tell you. The only thing I know about Scandinavia is that they put the letter J in some very silly places. You know? J is a 10-point letter in Scrabble, and they're out here treating it like a bitch-ass one-point T. You know? I wish I had a Norwegian landlord so I could call him up and be like, hey, I can't afford the rent. And he'd be like, oh, okay, that's pretty funny. All right, sorry, one month free. Click. Uh, making fun of foreigners is okay when they're white. What? Someone once asked me what kind of white I am. And I was like, I don't know, the kind that makes nachos out of wheat thins. <laughs> Tortilla chips, too spicy. Oh. You know, I've never been diagnosed, but I think I might be dyslexic. Because the other day, I guess I had some bad breath, and my friend offered me a Tic Tac. And I was like, man, how are chocolate and wafers supposed to help bad breath? <laughs> never heard of a fucking Kit Kat bar? <laughs> That's just one small example. You know, there's bigger examples. Like in the grocery store I go to, there's a big sign that says, we donate... 10% of our proceeds to underserved communities, which is great, but I spent a full year thinking it said undeserved communities. So for like a full year, I was like, why the fuck are we sending all these fresh vegetables to Piedmont? Yeah. Send some my way. You know, for the longest time, I thought zucchini was the thing that smooths out the ice at hockey games. I've never tasted eggplant. Eggplant is only an emoji to me. It's the dick one. And I suspect you all knew that. 
joke only a fucking millennial could make. Nobody likes millennials. Nobody. I don't blame you, man. Like, I, you know, we're entitled and we're always plugged in. You know what they say? They say that people in my generation are going to go blind from looking at screens all day and go deaf from having earbuds. And that's all true. But I'm more worried about getting tennis elbow from eating chicken wings. Big finisher. Here comes Pam, everybody. Thanks a lot. We'll see you soon. Don't touch me. Yay. I'm sorry. I'm usually a much more personable person, but man, I can get used to this Dayquil shit. It's making me pretty fucking personable. Woo. Feeling good. Your next comedian. I am super jealous of him. He's so funny. I almost said hungry because I'm crazy right now. But he's so funny and his hair is so gorgeous. If I had his hair, I could be a princess. I would be, a, I would constantly weave like little flowers. I'd go out to like Dolores Park and get the tiny little daisies and I'd like weave them in my hair and like dance around. I love his hair. Put your hands together for Sean McKenzie. Yay! I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night with Pam standing over my bed holding scissors. I'm frightened. Hey, guys. Uh, are you fake laughing? I get that, but it really sounds like you're making fun of people. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's okay. It's all good. Uh, I would I would rather hold this mic than hold the mic after a comedian that does this shit. This is gross. Everybody stop. It really upsets me. Uh, I figured out, uh, as a nerd, I figured out who the biggest nerds in the United States right now. Nobody else is even fucking close. White supremacists by a goddamn mile are the biggest dweebs on the fucking planet. I can prove this shit. By the way, way to go, Nazis. Everybody loves a comeback story. You know what I mean? <laughs> Right when you think they're down and out, they elect a president. It's very impressive. Uh, this is, right, here's my proof. Number one, uh, KKK calls themselves dragons and wizards. Fucking nerd alert right there. My goodness. I'm the grand dragon of shut the fuck up. That's ridiculous. Uh, they all cosplay KKK and Nazis. It's ridiculous. Uh, in fact, this is how I really know. So I really know that they're white supremacists are the biggest dorks. Is because Nazis, they think about race the way fantasy authors think about race with like elves and orcs and shit. Like they think about race on like a Dungeons and Dragons level. Like, different ethnic groups have, like, attributes and shit. Like, Mexicans are plus two to fertility and Jews are plus three to scheming. They believe in race like fucking nerds. Uh, this is going to sound even worse than what I just said. I'm, je I'm jealous of Nazis. Uh, they live in a way more exciting world than the rest of us do. In the world of Nazis, Jewish people have had a secret conspiracy to take over the planet for thousands of years. That's an exciting world. <laughs> Meanwhile, most of my Jewish friends, pretty gossipy. <laughs> I just don't think they could hold it down like that, but I'd like to live in a world in which they did. Like, oh, Sean, don't look in there. That's my porn or whatever. And he's like sweating because I almost saw his gold. Like, I don't know. That's a more exciting world. Religion? Atheism's boring as fuck. When you die, you're dead. Who gives a shit, man? I want consequences. 
heaven and hell. God and the devil duking it out or whatnot. I shoplift a Snickers bar. That's what's up, man. The devil? That's amazing. Having that as your enemy? My enemies are human beings. Trump's a fucking fat idiot that can't tie a tie right. Their enemy's got horns and hooves doing backstrokes in the lake of fire. That's a fucking enemy, man. <laughs> fucking, and beyond an enemy, a scapegoat, an excuse. You know what I mean? To be able to take all them bad thoughts, the desires you wish you didn't have, and pretend like some mythological motherfucker put those in your brain? That's powerful, man. I gotta own my bad thoughts. Whatever I see in between orgasm and closing the incognito window, that's on me, man. I gotta own whatever's on that screen. Meanwhile, a religious person can be like, oh, Satan, look what you made me jerk off to again. You old rascal. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying offending people. It's new for me. I avoided doing it my whole life. Uh, I was a, a real scaredy cat. Uh, but now I get to, and it's delightful. Uh, I don't get all the uh, PC, political correctness, can't say no. You can say more shit now than ever. This is the golden age. Before, like, before political correctness, you couldn't say all kinds of shit. Like a woman couldn't say something like, I'm a small business owner? <laughs> or no? <laughs> Things are bad, but they're getting better, is all I'm saying. You know? so my problem with political correctness is when it's unevenly applied, all right? San Francisco, you're a very PC town. That's fine, but be fucking consistent about it. Because you let your friends get away with fucking murder sometimes. And you went out to Pier 39, Fisherman's Wharf. They got all these seals or sea lions or whatever. They're just out there making fun of mentally handicapped kids all day long. No one says shit to these assholes. Ar, ar. It's not okay, seals. That wasn't funny in fourth grade, and it's not funny now. How dare you all laugh. Um... I don't know. I, uh, oh, where'd it go? Oh, yeah. I, uh, this is a sexual harassment thing and all that. Uh, I, almost got, uh, I almost got caught up in the Me Too movement. I almost got a sexual harassment beef. I was, uh, there's a really good fudge shop uh, between my work and Bart. And I, was, I had just gotten a sample of a new kind of fudge. And I was walking down the street. And I ate a bite. And it was so fucking good that out loud I said, mm, oh, my God, yeah. And this woman in front of me was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Unfortunately, I had fudge to explain it, so <laughs> I'm not saying harass, but, you know, have chocolate if you're gonna, I guess. <laughs> Would that be better or worse? Like, I'm sorry I said that awful thing. There's too few women in this crowd right now for me to poll anybody without things getting even more uncomfortable. Um, glasses. Enough for me to feel comfortable, just barely. How about contact lenses? Any contact lenses and laser eye surgery people in the crowd? Yeah, we got one day walker. That's what's up. <laughs> That's right, tremble two eyes, we move among you. The revolution is coming. This is a common bond that we all share, us semi-blind motherfuckers. Because we all spent part of our life where we could not see shit, but we had no idea that was the case. <laughs> like when I was a little kid, I thought I had excellent vision. I also thought that what the teacher wrote on the board was for his or her own benefit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I got my little notepaper here. She's got a big notepaper up there. That's hers. Other kids are like, dude, why aren't you copying the questions down from the board? And I'm like, because I mind my own business, motherfucker. <laughs> Should try it sometime. Give it up for the very sick Pam Benjamin. <laughs>
Hilarious, John McKenzie, yay! That was really funny, I laughed so hard that stuff flew out of my nose. Uh, your next comedian, another funny guy, what a laugh. I believe you, I believe you really sound like that. It's okay, was it, were you, a, did you laugh like that as a child too? Was it like? No, but I was laughing like that during Sean's set. Oh, oh okay, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. He just has a funny laugh. It's just not as, it's just, okay. Everybody put your hands together and laugh hard for him. Arjun Banerjee, yay! Sounds like I'm making fun of you because I'm the only one laughing. That's the thing. I'm the, everyone else is meaner than me. I think that that joke that you worked hard on no, is it going to be part of your five minutes on Conan? No. But I still understand that it's funny and express it an adequate amount. Maybe I'll just suppress my laughter from now on and just be like Jerry Seinfeld watching comedy. Do you guys get that? He doesn't laugh. I guess that's, I don't, I guess that's not a thing. Yeah, see? It's not a... Whatever. You get fine. If everyone's fake laughing at me, it still sounds the same to me. I don't give a shit. If you, <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't care. I mean, well, unless you guys don't book me in the future. But laugh at everyone else's. Everyone should do what I'm doing, which is laugh more at open mics for comedy. Okay. Now, with that being said. Here's a, here are a, a series of jokes that I've been telling for about a week and a half, and they have not done well even once. And I am not going to change a single thing about them because I am right and everyone else is wrong. Here is the joke. This one's also about white supremacists. I feel like white supremacists use the word supreme the same way Taco Bell uses supreme, in that they're full of mayonnaise. Come on, yeah? Everyone fake laugh now. There it is, see? See, who says this can't be fun? Right? Anyways, I was sick for a while. Puffs with lotion. Um, that, that's why you don't, get the, you don't get that shit. Don't get that shit. I woke up with a headache on Sunday, and the Niners had won, and I was trying to figure out why I had a headache because the Niners hadn't lost. Uh, it was... Isn't that... Who thinks that's funny? I think it's funny. Everyone raise your hand if you think it's funny. Thank you, Boris. Okay, see, it's funny, officially. Then do you know what you should do when you think something is funny? Laugh as loud as you feel like it. With as much conviction as you want. There it is, see? Okay, here's one. People always shit on people who treat their dogs like humans. But have you tried treating a human like a human? It sucks. Okay, here's case in point. When troops came home from Vietnam, some people spit on them. But have you seen a video of a dog greeting a troop returning home? It is the most beautiful thing in the world. I cry every time. Thank you. See, it's that funny. And that's fine. Here's one. I took a sociopath test recently because, you know, I, I probably am one. And the first question was, do you like being around people? And I was like, tr it was true or false. I just clicked true. 
The second one was, do you like being made fun of? And I, or making fun of others, and I clicked true. And then the third one was, are you pathologically egotistic and incapable of love? <laughs> so the third question on this sociopath test was, are you a sociopath? <laughs> to which I was like, eh. And then I just, I, I, there were 47 other questions. I didn't feel like answering them. Um, so, you know, laugh at everyone's jokes. And I'm sorry that I'm laughing. I apologize, I'll stop. If that's what makes you happy, okay? From now on, I just won't laugh unless other people are laughing. I won't be brave enough to start it, okay? You I am a coward! Uh, hey, that you're awesome, and RJ Badgery, Banager. I can't, Banerjee. Your your pants too. Your big dog. Your big dog. Sleepy pants. Sleepy time. Love it. Brave. So brave. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, your next comedian just got a haircut, and that means he'll be 25% less or more funny, depending on if he believes in the Samson myth and legend from the Bible. You know, he cut his hair and then he wasn't powerful anymore. And then the, I don't know. But then the, I shouldn't talk anymore. Yeah, everybody. How much NyQuil can, DayQuil can you drink? Can you drink NyQuil to counteract the DayQuil so you can drink more DayQuil? Is that a bad idea? Put your hands together, everyone, for Boris Shakurko. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Sean was talking about uh, sexual harassment. And uh, there was an article I read about a, a Kentucky politician who uh, he was accused by two teens of sexual assault. And he denied it. And then two days later, he killed himself. Which is unfortunate because we'll never know what really happened. Sad. Um, and I did get a haircut. I uh, usually get my. Uh, I went to I went to a a, a Russian barber shop in San Francisco, and uh, I just I speak Russian, but I just pretended I didn't. I just didn't speak Russian, and so I overheard everything they were saying, and. Uh, I just left and uh, didn't. Um, I didn't make a scene about any of the shitty things they said, um, because I am passive as fuck. Um, beta forever. Um, I don't know. You a lot of people talk about Muni. Uh, I have not taken Muni in a while, but Muni does have some pretty long delay times. Um, I think it's getting to the point that if you wanted to commit suicide by jumping on those tracks, you would not be able to, right? Like, you may be suicidal, but who's got that kind of patience, you know? Who's going to lay there for 47 minutes while the M sits at West Portal, you know? I think that's why, like, the Golden Gate Bridge is necessary for San Francisco, you know? Like, people ask, like, why are there so many jumpers on the bridge? And I think it's because Muni can't handle the demand. Uh, 
I don't know, guys. Uh, the new year's about to start. Uh, a lot of people have New Year's uh, resolutions. Do you have a New Year's resolution? I don't know. I don't want to be that common. You know what I feel like happens at a lot of open mics? I feel like it's like a weird type of like gaslighting where comics say they're having a good time, but everyone in the audience like, we're not having a good time. <laughs> hey, thank you, Brian. It's great being here. We're having fun time. <laughs> Just because you say it doesn't make it true. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's great we have a, a member of a Vampire Weekend here. <laughs> no, I don't know. I thought that's what I. That's like five years too old. Um, I actually looked up uh, what year you have to be born in to be a millennial, and Google says 1980. Um, and I don't know why millennials get a lot of shit. I do know. Uh, there's nothing there. Um, I've been feeling really lonely recently. I've been trying to write, uh, I've been trying to read a lot of books. Um, I was reading this one book by a, a, a Nobel Prize winner in economics. Um, it's about how to alienate an audience in a matter of seconds. It's called What I'm Doing Right Now. Um, but no, what I love doing is I love, uh, I was reading, I was listening to an audiobook recently, and, uh, it was going too fast, and so I thought to myself, maybe if I just slow this down and then write it down, I could read this later. I didn't like that joke either. All right, guys, that's it for me. Give it up for Pam. Force reads books. Yay! There's a little sign over there. It says, read more books, because uh, that's true. It makes you smarter. Your next comedian, she looks smart because she has glasses on. I hate to be stereotypical, but I'm going to guess it. I uh, bet she's a really witty lady. It's the first time I've met her in person. I tried to tag you on Facebook, but I couldn't because we're not friends. We'll become friends. We are here. That's amazing. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Christina Pandas. Yay! Better, but now your little boy just wait for a letter. All right, um, I want you guys to pay attention now because I want you to remember this. Um, I'm from Macedonia. Now, please don't come to me afterwards and be like, where were you from? Uh, Madagascar? That's a Disney movie, stupid. I'm from the country. Now, you guys don't look like a particularly smart crowd, so I'm going to guess you have no clue where Macedonia is, right? Don't worry about it. It's a piece of shit country. It's like the size of Gilroy. Sometimes they don't even put it on the map. You guys can relate to that, right? You know what being from a piece of shit country is like? Yeah? yeah this used to be a great country. Like back when I came to America, I was a foreign exchange student. My parents exchanged me for US dollars. <laughs> is that a real laugh? <laughs> so uh, the thing is that when I was growing up in uh, Macedonia I envisioned America to be like uh, Baywatch like Beverly Hills 90210 definitely not Flint Michigan 48105 which is where they sent me you guys know about Flint let me tell you every part of Macedonia is better than Flint I mean, it's famous for a few things like cars, crime, Coney Island diners, and heavy metal. Not the music, the water. So uh, I was so depressed uh, over there in Flint, I became gothic. But as sheep 
Pam pointed out, um, I'm also kind of nerdy. So I was a gothic nerd. And I started a, uh, a gothic nerd study group. We rocked those math problems. It was called 9.32 inch nails. So um, I married. Uh, this is my second husband. My first husband, he was from Omaha, Nebraska, another great place in America. <laughs> Took me one trip to Omaha. I knew I had to fix that mistake. And so I got a new husband. This one is Greek, uh, not like beta thai or theta pi, but uh, hairy, macho kind of Greek. <laughs> Definitely beats going to Omaha. Um, you know where I got screwed though? Um, I uh, had no idea once I got divorced how hard it is to trap a man. S all these apps. You're always a swipe away from the next version of yourself. So how did I trap him, you may be wondering. Well, I uh, got pregnant. <laughs> but how did I get pregnant in a world where every man is paranoid of having babies? Probably a few of you, I can see the fear on your face right now. Well, I'll tell you how I got pregnant is none of your fucking business. It did have something to do with sex and possibly sex with him. So we have two kids. Uh, the first was the trap and second insurance. Um, kids, you know, uh, a lot of my friends are having kids and I'm invited to a lot of these gender reveal parties. Have you guys been to one of those? When did this become a thing? I mean, let me tell you, gender reveal parties are as fun as constipation. They make you do all these uncomfortable games, and just like constipation, you're relieved when it's over. I, I'm just there mainly for the free booze, even if you have to drink it out of a baby bottle as part of the stupid game they make you play. I'll tell you, on the last one, I was so wasted by the time my turn came to cast my vote. I was like, this one is going to be a pansexual, a gender that likes to have sex anytime with anyone on a pan, in a pan, with a man, with a can, eating a pecan. Clearly, you guys are not familiar with Dr. Seuss, but one day you will be. All right, thank you. Because that's, uh, I just, I did never really study geography. I didn't really give a shit. Uh, hey, just to let you guys know, uh, you're all, this is a pretty big audience for Open Mic tonight. We have this amazing donation jar if you feel like you've had a fun time. And we, uh, this radio station is run kind of on donations and stuff like that. So give us money if you want. Uh, and stick around because our next show is uh, Pam Cassie's Comedy Clubhouse. It's, I'm just giving the announcements. We still have more comedians. Don't leave. Uh, but I just wanted to say, like, you can stay. And the next show is called Pam Cassie's Comedy Clubhouse. Uh, it's $10. And tonight's show, it's all about regrets, which is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, some of the comedians that were on the open mic are coming back. That Nick Moniz, Moody's guy, and uh, the guy from LA. It's going to be fun. And then another thing I want to tell you guys, the F-bomb comedy train is a muni bus that's going to be going from Castro to the wharf and then back on January 6th from 3 to 5. It's 20 bucks and there's beer because it's legal. It's legal to bring a keg on a muni thing that you rent yourself. It's amazing to me. This I just, I love this city so much. We can't drink here, but we can drink on a train 
fuck yes. So it's only 20 bucks to do that. That's on the 6th. Uh, but right now... I'm so excited. He has a great show here at Mutiny Radio every Sunday from 2 to 4 called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. Put your hands together right now for Mike Spiegelman. Yay! Hey, everyone. Hi. Uh, it's good to be here. It's the thrilling part of the year. I like this part. You guys have a good Christmas, all right? Solid? I had a debate with my little, I had a niece who uh, got really upset with my gift. She doesn't like uh, Rubik's Cubes anymore. And she said, uh, Uncle Mike, you're an old school gamer. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, you played, you stood up and you played arcade games back in the day. I go, yeah, I guess I am. I guess I am an old school gamer. She says, well, you should have gotten me a Nintendo Switch. I'm like, well, how much is it? She's like, it's $300. I said, what, 1,200 quarters? If we, I would only justify the purchase if we play at least 600 games a double. I'll put the quarters on the screen right now to secure it. I'm actually, uh, I got, I'm very excited. I just got Netflix. If you want to know more about it, check out my show on Netflix. Mike gets Netflix. We're on season three, uh, the season arch. I get Netflix. And you can catch up with season one and two. I have a digital antenna, season one. <sighs> then I got Comcast, and then Dish. I watched the Emoji movie. I was watching the Emoji movie. It happens. I was watching the Emoji movie, but I was watching it on an old DVD player, so all the characters were just squares with X's in them. I had to guess the context of the conversation by the words. I like TV. Uh, growing up, people were snobs. They're like, oh, I don't watch TV. I listen to NPR. I read books. And even now, in the last uh, 20 years, people are like, oh, I don't watch TV on TV. I cut the cord. It's classier. Excuse me, I gotta sit on the toilet and binge watch a season of Mike Gets Netflix. It's the episode where the stars who lead the series that get the subscriptions are all sexual predators. And all these streaming services have blood on their hands. Seen it? I uh, I don't like to read. Duh. I don't like to read. Uh, I don't like to get lost in a book. It's embarrassing. I don't want to go to my friends and they'll be like, where were you, Spiegelman? I'm like, sorry, I'm late. I got lost in a book. <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't understand uh, comic books. I don't read the thought bubbles. It's none of my business. I keep a wee diary. Do you guys do that? I was actually at the dispensary today. So what an air of desperation before it becomes recreational next week. They were like, I had one, one budrista, one bud tender was like, next patient, please, next patient, please. What's your ailment? What's your ailment? What's your ailment? Just three more days of saying that. 
And that is a well-worn joke. And I apologize if anyone else said that. It was not my intention. I will never, I walked out of my wheelhouse on that last horn. I sort of stuck with two little jokes about the Emoji Movie. And that's my little safe house. Mike Spiegel went by. And listen to us and bust the move. Don't move your body in every way. Mike Spiegelman, everyone. Hooray. Uh, listen to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's actually fun. You go to his little website, and then you listen and watch the movie at the same time without the sound, and then it's better with him talking. I got to watch Masters of the Universe with him, and it's really exciting because Netflix, which shapes all of our lives, just put out a thing about Masters of the Universe. So look how it all comes together. Your next comedian is slapping himself to stay awake or because he just likes that kind of thing. I don't know. You guys are going to laugh hysterically at the jokes of Ken Suzuki. Yay! Oh, thank you. Yes, keep it going, Mutiny Radio. Keep it going for me. Oh, <sighs> serious time, right? New year. It'll be a new year, new you, right? Don't worry. Just because it's a new year doesn't mean you need to make up new excuses for your failures. You can keep recycling them. Now... God damn it, I am falling asleep. Now, <laughs> suicide awareness, it's important. I really think it is. It is. I really think it's important that fellow millennials know what their options are. I can't help it. I kind of like it when my fellow millennials die. I do. I just do. Not to be a curmudgeon old man, but some people deserve to die. Why did the FBI have to stop that terrorist attack at the pier last week? Why? Why, why, why? God damn it. Oh. Uh, I live with four cats. Now, cats are often compared to women. But is that comparison fair? Like, listen, I know you can find them both in shelters. But a cat's never thrown up on my dick. Oh. Oh, no. Men and women, I don't know why we think that gender is not a big deal. Men and women are exact, basically exactly alike. Okay, here's an example. Did you know that men and women both stay dead when you kill them? It's true. If you don't believe me, find out for yourself. Do it tonight. Be somebody. So much about gender, right? I, I, I want you guys to know, uh, for the sake of transparency, I am not gender fluid, uh, not gender solid either. I call myself gender gaseous. <laughs> I just float around unassuming, and I will asphyxiate you when we fuck. Hey, it's just choke fucking. If God didn't want you to do it, then why did He make the neck fit the hand so perfectly? Huh? That's how you know you found your soulmate, folks. You choke the ones you love. You choke the ones you love. That's what my parents' relationship taught me. Actually, no, it didn't. It did teach me, though. I did teach me a lot about marriage. For example, guys, marriage advice. Your wife is not your dick. All right? You cannot beat her. I don't care how much lubricant she use. You cannot. It is wrong. It is wrong to hit or abuse your partner in any way without a safe word. And, and if you're going to consider, 
simulate drowning them, give them something to hold on to. If they drop it, that's their safe word. Huh? Just a little waterboarding. Just a little waterboarding to spice things up in the bedroom. And say what you will, folks. Say what you will about waterboarding foreplay. It really gets them wet. For those of you in this audience that don't know what a safe word is, let me backtrack. All right, so a safe word is that fine line between foreplay and a human rights, human rights violation. It's the difference between 50 shades of gray and 50 shades of Abu Ghraib. Oh, fisting. Say what you want about it, but it'll add depth to any relationship. About this much. Uh, stay woke, ladies and gentlemen. Ken Suzuki, everyone. Yes, the audience takes their leave. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for sharing your jokes. And husband, thanks for being supportive. What a nice guy you are. We have one last comedian this evening. He's been running the board all night. What a champion he is. Put your hands together for George D. Smith. Yay! I don't need any fucking music. How you guys doing? Oh, fuck off. I hate when people do that really do. All right, I always come here just with like a list of bullshit, right? And I'm just basically going to run through it real quick. So hopefully you like it and hopefully you laugh. That's all I do. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for explaining comedy. <laughs> How the fuck does comedy work? The reason I was playing like all this fucking LO Cool J for like the first hour is because LO Cool J just got like inducted in like the White House Hall of Fame type shit. Like every year they give like an artist like stuff. And I thought it's so weird of all the fucking presidents, Donald Trump gives LL Cool J the first rapper, like the art award, like our version of like giving somebody like a knighthood and shit. <laughs> the first thing, like, I, here's the thing. The first tape my brother ever bought me, it was in 1984 and it was called LL Cool J's Radio. Okay, <laughs> right? So I'm like a fucking big fan of this dude. But then... Right, the, the half a second after that, the first thing that hits my brain is, holy shit, wasn't this the same guy that like two or three fucking years ago did that dumb song, Accidental Racist, with like bad Brad Paisley? <laughs> this feels like some accidental racist feeling shit, right? <laughs> Why does the president give a shit about LL, cool, ladies love cool James, right? It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, look at that. Funny. <laughs> All right, what was I? Oh, this is so funny to me. I, I like sometimes I talk to people and like they, they won't know shit about shit, but they'll know the, the one thing I do know about this thing is blank. And I was just sitting around and I was like, I was, think, I was just thinking about all these idiots. And like one of the ones that popped into my brain that I thought was sort of funny was like, <laughs> I don't know shit about libertarians, but the one thing I know about libertarians is that they don't know shit about chicken noodle soup. Because <laughs> they don't care about people. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and uh, what was the other? <laughs> the one thing I know about, I don't know shit about musicians, but the one thing I do know 
right? They don't give a shit about magicians. <laughs> right? I don't know that you look, I don't know shit about Russians, but the one thing I know about Russians, Mike, they don't know shit about pasta. <laughs> it's like, hey man. Anyway. Oh, I was gonna say it's so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I because music the one the hard one for me was musicians. Cause I was like, well, musicians know a lot about a lot of different shit. So like like what what the fuck wouldn't a musician know about? So I was like, well, I don't know a lot about musicians, and especially since I've been playing music since I was fucking fifteen. I don't know a lot about musicians, but the one thing I do know they don't know shit about is building a satellite. <laughs> there you go. I know they don't know how to do that. Cool. The other thing I've been thinking about lately, the idea of things that aren't things. People always talk about shit that aren't things all the time. I like things that are things. Like, I always get sick of, like, your, your politicians promise you big shit. But do, why don't you actually just tell me what you, like, tell me about the bridge you're going to build. Don't tell me about the vistas of fucking new bullshit you're going to do, right? <laughs> just tell me how much the bridge is going to cost, guy. So, like, <laughs> one of those things that aren't things was, like, luck. You think it's a thing. But it's just numbers. It's just numbers and time, right? Another thing that's not a thing, karma. You think it's a thing, but it's just a literary device, okay? <laughs> and to end it, we'll end with the same always favorite dumb joke. You know it, you love it. Go fuck yourself. What can lifesavers do that guys can't? Come in five different flavors. Thank you, good night. We did it! Clap for yourselves, you did it! You held through to the end. You were at the beginning and you guys are so nice that you stayed, that is so sweet. Hey, thanks for coming out. Aunt, thanks for staying. That was really supportive and wonderful. Thank you guys. Um, hey, good luck in Portland and uh, have come back again and again, you know, uh, every time you come down here to Mutiny Radio. We have a lot of people coming for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2017. They're all from Portland, lots of people. Really, really funny people from your town. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, yeah, you got to make a tape. And you know what? It just, I, that was the one thing is you could tell when people are funny and when they're not, but the tapes make a difference because I could hear the audience laughing at a lot of people's stuff, but then the clinking and tinking of things was nuts, but the helium ones are always great. It's one of the things Portland really has going for it is that the helium always, there's every single one of those, they're great recordings and it's like a packed house. So you guys have a good thing going on up there. Thanks for being here. Yay. Bye everybody. Come back. I'm for Fantastic Scott. Come back. Yay.
when you hear the dogs barking, you know it's 8 o'clock here at Mutiny Radio. It's time for Fantastics Comedy Clubhouse. Tonight's show is Regrets 2017. Oh, what do comedians regret? Pretty much everything. It's, uh, what, what didn't I do wrong this year? 